Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Do we have an address in space? Where is Earth in space? So Isaac and R want to know about our cosmic address. So let me tell you our cosmic address, and then we'll talk about what each of those different things in our address is and what that means. So first of all, Earth. Okay, so you have a normal address, right? Your address is your house number on the street that you live in the city that you're in, in the state or province, and then the country. And then Earth. So Earth, we'll start with Earth, is in the terrestrial zone of the solar system. The solar system is in the local interstellar cloud or local fluff, I like that name, in the local bubble, in the Orion Spur of the Perseus arm in the Milky Way in the local group of the Virgo supercluster in the Laniakea supercluster in the Pisces Cetus supercluster complex in the observable universe. So that's our address. <laughs> yeah. So an address helps us know where something is, right? So your house number or your apartment number is going to be in the street where you live. So if somebody has a package for you, they know where to take it, right? But they also need to know what city that street is in. Because there might be, if you live on Main Street, well, there's probably hundreds of Main Streets in your country. So which Main Street? Well, the Main Street in the city that you live in. And then you need to know what country that is because there's probably lots of main streets across many different countries. Well, Earth's address is kind of like that too. So let's start with the terrestrial zone. Earth is in the zone of the solar system. This is in the inner zone, which is close to the sun, where we find other terrestrial or rocky planets. This is also where Mercury, Venus, the moon, and Mars live. Now we're part of the solar system as well. So the solar system is the sun and all the things that are going around the sun. So the rest of the planets, comets, asteroids, little bits of gas and dust. And the solar system is really big. <laughs> Compared to Earth, it is huge. We don't know exactly how large it is, but it may go out as far as an entire light year in each direction. So the diameter of the solar system might be two light years. That means it would take light two years to get across the whole solar system, traveling at the fastest speed that we know of. All right, now the solar system is actually part of even larger structures. Often we'll jump straight to talking about the Milky Way, but there's actually some stuff in between that. So let's start with the local interstellar cloud. And sometimes this is called the local fluff. I love it. It sounds great, right? So the local fluff is an area of space which may be 
have a lot of material left over from a supernova in the past. So when a large star exploded, it flung out all this material out into space. And the solar system might be in that right now. Now that's part of an even larger structure that we call the local bubble. And this local bubble has some neighbor stars in it as well. So this is where we would find Alpha Centauri and Sirius and our neighbor stars that are really close by from the perspective of stars, from the perspective of planets or little tiny animals like us that live on planets. Those are really, really far apart. Okay, so let's zoom out from there. And we're going to get to the Orion Spur or sometimes you'll hear it called the Orion Cygnus or just the Orion Arm, sometimes even the Orion Bridge. So there's a lot of names for this structure. And the reason is we aren't entirely sure what the layout or the structure of the Milky Way is in detail. Now on the big scale, we have a good idea, right? We know that it's a spiral galaxy and we know that it has two main arms. So the arms are areas where there's just more stuff. It's denser. And so there's lots more stars and there's lots more clouds of gas and dust. And these two main arms are called Perseus and Scutum Centaurus. And then there are some minor arms that are between these arms or just kind of coming off from them. And what we don't know yet is whether Orion, the Orion arm or the Orion spur, is its own mini arm squished between these two really big ones, or if it's a branch coming off of the Perseus arm. So if it is coming off of the Perseus arm, well then we also need to add Perseus arm to our address, one of those really big spiral arms of the Milky Way. And then zoom all the way out and finally, we get to the Milky Way. Now, the Milky Way is our collection of hundreds of billions of stars and black holes and planets and nebulae and all sorts of material that's all held together by gravity in this big, huge clump. It's like this island in space. It's about 100,000 light years across. So remember that we said the solar system's probably only about two, maybe even smaller light years across. This is a hundred thousand. So this is huge in comparison to a star. Now the Milky Way isn't the only galaxy out there. There are neighbor galaxies. And the galax the group of galaxies that we're part of, like our just our little neighborhood, we call the local group. Yeah, I know. This name isn't that creative. It's very descriptive though. The group of galaxies that are local to us. So Andromeda galaxy is in that group. The large and small Magellanic clouds. We've got a lot of dwarf galaxies that are orbiting around us. The Triangulum galaxy. But the local group is part of an even larger group, which is the Virgo supercluster. And then it gets better. The Virgo supercluster is part of an even larger super supercluster, which we call the Laniakea supercluster. 
and this is huge. So there are, it seems countless how many galaxies are in this huge collection. But the Laniakea supercluster is part of a supercluster complex. So this is the Pisces Cetus supercluster complex. And this is just a huge filament of lots and lots of superclusters clustered together. All of those filled with all of these galaxies and each galaxy with hundreds of billions of stars and most of those with planets. So we kind of need to know where in all of this we are. Now, finally, the Pisces Cetus supercluster complex is part of the observable universe. This is the part of the universe that we can see. Now, we think there's probably a lot more universe beyond the observable universe, but the observable is all we can see. Now, it's still huge. It's a lot of universe, but there's probably even more. So one of the really amazing things is that all of these different structures that I just told you about are constantly changing and shifting, right? Think about Earth. This is very slow, but over time, the shapes of the continents move and planets form and planets are destroyed. Stars form and they're destroyed, but Earth is going around the sun. And we usually draw the sun as stationary, as staying still. But it turns out the sun is actually moving through the galaxy. And all of the stuff near the sun, the other stars and the clouds of gas and dust, those are moving too. And they're moving at a different rate. So over time, we will move away from our closest star neighbors. We'll move away from the Alpha Centauri system. And there'll be a different star that will be our closest neighbor. The arms themselves are moving in the Milky Way. The Milky Way is moving. In fact, the Milky Way is moving towards Andromeda Galaxy. And the two galaxies, we think, in several billion years will merge together to form an even bigger galaxy. But all of the galaxies in the local cluster are moving. And everything in the Virgo and the Laniakea superclusters are moving. And everything in space, as far as we can tell, is moving and shifting. Now this takes place over a very long period of time, but it's amazing. Nothing ever stays the same. All right. This was a really fun one to talk about. Where are we in space? And the more we learn, the more detailed we'll be able to get. And the more we'll be able to say about these different structures that we're part of. Soon, we'll probably learn more about the local fluff or the local bubble. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on those. Those are really cool. And the structure of galaxies. For now, let's go ahead and finish up. And thank you, Isaac and R, for this great topic. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here on the podcast, learning about space and science. And if you have any topics or questions that you'd like us to cover here, please have your folks send an email into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies. And remember to stay curious.